When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, presented by Betches Media. This is an exploration of all pop culture, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. We're looking at you, Tom Sandoval. Hey, you guys. Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan reporting live from BravoCon 2023. It is Sunday night at 11.24 p.m. <clears throat> and... Uh, we did it. We did it. We did it again. Uh, it was it was all too much again. But good news, I didn't uh, get anything stolen or lose anything this year, uh, except a little piece of my sanity. <laughs> so listen, I did this interview a little bit over a week ago with Danny Mur- Murphy, and Danny's amazing. You might follow him online at Cashmere Danny on Instagram, or he is one of the co-hosts of the Page Six reality podcast with him and Evan real. And, uh, I had them on a couple of weeks ago, but then I just had Danny on, uh, when I was in New York just to talk. And this is kind of an interesting interview because we talk a lot about pre Bravo con <laughs> we talk about Brittany. We talk about, I mean, a bunch of pop culture things. Now, normally this would be the pop culture roundup. We are not doing that today because listen, I have been out here since Wednesday night, and I, I don't even know what's going on in the world. I, did any pop culture stories happen? I like the only thing I saw was that Taylor Swift went out to uh, to eat again with a bunch of celebrities like Selena Gomez. But other than that, I don't even know what's going on in the world right now. I mean, really, BravoCon is its own little bubble where I don't know anything if it's not Bravo related. Like, I, really, I need to get back to some sort of normalcy. Um, but I'll talk a little bit about BravoCon here, but it, this is not the full deal. Now, I've, I was updating the Patreon all weekend long. There's a lot of voice notes and updates over there. So check that out, but I also will be doing a full download on here, probably on Tuesday's podcast, but I I will say I need a little bit of perspective on this. Like there are so many amazing, weird experiences that I've had in the last four days that I'm forgetting about a lot of them. And then I'll just kind of have a flash of like, oh my God, did I really see Jax Taylor behind DJ James Kennedy at his, his, his DJ show at Aria? And I'm like, yeah, I guess that really did happen. Like a lot of weird moments like that that we got to go through but overall i will say bravo con and it's what i i felt last year but even i thought this was even 
uh, the execution, the organization was truly amazing. Um, I do think it was now the right move to move to Vegas, just in terms of the convention center itself, was just truly fantastically laid out. I was never lost. I mean, it's a little difficult to get around Vegas, obviously, um, but New York is the same way. But I thought it was... Uh, it was really well laid out. I think the panels sometimes were not as exciting as I wanted them to be, but it was still just so amazing being there. And the thing that I said before going was that the thing that was going to be most exciting for me was to see a lot of you guys, to meet a lot of you guys and hang out with other content creators in person that I've only usually done Zooms with. And, you know, by that, you know, if you judge it by that, it was just an insanely successful last four days. Um, Listen, I usually get sappy at some point of every show, but I'll do that right now. It truly was amazing. I had so many people come up to me and tell me to stop doing this, <laughs> to stop podcasting. They, they really didn't like it. No, it was truly amazing. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was just, it blew me away. I, I never... Like, I, I don't I don't want to sound cocky or anything. This isn't cocky, but I'm just like, wow, people are really listening. Like, this is, this. it was just so amazing. And you guys, so many people just came up and they would immediately um, talk about my mom in the nicest way possible. And I know she would have loved that. I was texting with my dad this morning and he was just like, yep, we'll never forget her. And he was just blown away by all the people asking about him. And it uh, it was amazing. And it wasn't, it was just, you know... It was really, really, really amazing. And I, I think this about all, you know, I used to go to Comic-Con and it was great because it was the excitement was amazing or Coachella music festivals. It was great walking around and seeing so many people happy. And the same thing with BravoCon is that you see everybody just really happy, really just in their element. And I think that is just so cool. Like the Bravo Liberties, amazing. And we'll talk about that more later this week and those experiences and the Vanderpump drama and the Summer House drama and the Salt Lake, nobody likes Monica supposedly and Erica Jane teaching people to pat the puss. Yeah, I went to that. I went to that. I went and watched her and Mikey Minden try to choreograph a dance for people. And we got to see a new clip from her two-part docu-series, Bet It All on Blonde. She really takes herself very seriously. It looked like it was trying to be Madonna's truth or dare. A lot of crying in this trailer. Also, I saw the Ultimate Girls Trip panel with the old Roni ladies today. And that was, I mean, Sonia Morgan is a national treasure. She is lightning in a bottle. You'll never be able to tame her. And she's just on one constantly. And I'm... Um, I'm just shocked. I'm, I'm, she constantly shocks me and it seems very pure. <laughs> so it was great. Um, I got to meet so many people, got to talk with Captain Lee today in person. That was amazing. Got to meet Lisa Barlow, got to talk to John Barlow. He was so nice. I mean, everybody was just really nice. Um, but it's just, I've got to sit down with my girl, my journal, <laughs> my girl journal, my girl, and go over each one of these panels because I've been, I've done so much and it's hard to keep it all straight in my head. I mean, you know, it started off at Thursday at that Jeff Lewis pre-party, which was just insane. Hanging out with Ronnie Karam all night, going to see Cabaret, Amy, Amy Phillips. Um, it was just something every night. And I just, I need to come down from this weird, <laughs> this weird, weird experience. Normal people aren't supposed to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> so, um, but I just wanted to think if, if you guys, I know I met a lot of you 
this week, and I'm sorry if I didn't get to meet some of you. Also, we had like a little baddie meetup on Friday, and that was great. A bunch of people came to Caesars, got to have drinks with everybody, and I was going on about three hours of sleep, but I think it still went good. I hope I didn't disappoint anybody. Um, Meditza's been out here with me. She's been doing great. Um, she tore her toenail, but other than that, pretty good. Um, and then I got to be up early to do this Fox News, Fox 5 in Washington, D.C. I'm going to talk about BravoCon tomorrow in a segment. And that will be exciting, hopefully. Uh, hopefully I don't sleep past that. JK, I tweeted for DirecTV today on their account, and that was fun. Um, so it's been a lot of work, but, you know, the funnest work you could possibly ever imagine. Um, but it is interesting. Like, I do, I need to get back to my whatever life I have. I need to get back to it because uh, it's just insane. Oh, also, I'm going to be on Jeff Lewis Live again this Thursday. I did bump into Heather today at BravoCon. Heather McDonald, we talked a bit, and that was great. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was, I don't, I didn't really have a lot of negative experiences except that I, you know, there was just a lot of out of body experiences. I got to see a lot of the Watch What Happens live shows. I got to go to the Bravos, the Bravo Awards. That was a Friday night, you guys, that aired tonight. And it was insane because they sat me like a row behind Sandoval. And it was like, I was like right next to like, like Austin was a couple seats over Craig, Austin and Shep sat together. I mean, it was everybody, every Bravo Liberty you could think. And they put me right in the middle of it. They put us content creators, like mixed us in with all that. I, I sat uh, with the Summer House Martha's Vineyard crew and they're just so nice. Those guys are so fun. I mean, truly a good group of people and really, really fucking nice. Uh, Uba was amazing meeting her. Um, I mean, I just. Everybody was great. I uh, got to meet Michael Rappaport, Jerry O'Connell. Oh, my God. These two two girls, you guys, they had T-shirts made that said number one guys in the group. And it was all like podcasters. It was like Danny Pellegrino, me, me, for, for the love of God. I was on this shirt. Like, I barely must have made the cut. It was me, um, uh, Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas, Ben and Ronnie, obviously. Jerry O'Connell was on there. Um, but I was on there and I was shocked. I was shocked. It made my whole year. Uh, I've always wanted to be on a t-shirt. The next thing, if I could get an action figure, I think that's the next goal. I also wore that, uh, sweatsuit with all the Bravo liberties all over it and, uh, totally ridiculous. Made myself even more, uh, noticeable. <laughs> that was great. And a lot of people really loved that. That's actually done by shop. Wild World of Ack, AK. You can find them on Instagram. She's amazing. It was custom made, beautiful. I texted with Ariana a little bit this weekend. Um, I got to see her at the Bravos briefly, and we were talking on a commercial break. Um, but I'm going to talk to her more about her experience. Um, we've got a lot of guests coming on now that I made connections with this weekend, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and there's so much more I'm going to share with you on Tuesday or Wednesday's episode when I can kind of process this experience and get back to normal. And, of course, Pop Culture Roundup, we'll be back with that on Monday with Sophie. But we got all new episodes this week, guys. Don't worry. The episodes never stop. Um, they truly never stop. So if you like this show and all the work that we put into it, please consider rating it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. A special thank you to Betches for everything that they're doing for me. Um, truly amazing. In fact, the, I finally had my first sit-down dinner tonight after the uh, Watch What Happens Live with Dylan Hafer from Mention It All and Sarah Galley from Andy's Girls and Gibson Johns from the new podcast, Gabbing with Gibbs. And... Uh, 
it was really nice. It was like the first sit down meal. It was a BF Chang's for the love of God, but it was great. It was really nice. And it was a good way to end with other content creators and kind of just talking. And they were just, you know, we're just gabbing about Bravo, but it is, uh, it's nice. It's nice to be part of a community. I think that really is good. So listen, I'm going to be doing the Beverly Hills recap this week of last week's episode, and we'll get back to normal. Potomac premiered tonight. Married to Medicine premiered tonight. Um, Miami premiered on Wednesday. There's a lot of stuff we got to catch up on. There's a lot of stuff we need to talk about, you guys, and we'll be getting to it little by little, and then we'll be back in full swing of things by next week. But I say that, but we'll be in full swing by, like, tomorrow. I mean, like, are you kidding me? We're in this, baby. This is my life. Let's do this. So if you do have any questions, uh, I know Patreon's been asking me questions, but if you have any questions, you can always email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Um, and uh, I hope you guys have the best Monday ever and the best week ever. And here, now Danny Murphy, uh, we were supposed to do a little update today, and I think we were both just exhausted and we were running around doing all this stuff. So we didn't get the update in post BravoCon, but I will get his thoughts and share them with you when I talk to him next, because this has just been wild. But we'll talk way more BravoCon uh, later this week, because I have a lot of things to share with you. But without further ado, here is the man, the myth, the legend from the podcast, Page Six's Virtual Reality, uh, Kashmir Danny himself. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. 
you guys. Welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good, presented by Betches Media. Today, we have one of my favorite people. We got to hear him, like, in a little interview a couple weeks ago uh, with his co-host, Evan Reel, for Page Six's Virtual Reality. But this guy does it all. He also does a Betches podcast called Not Another True Crime Podcast. And I got to meet his co-host the other night, and she was great. But he has his hands in everything. Uh, Cashmere Danny on Instagram, Venti Vents. I mean, the guy is completely hysterical. He loves everything that we love, and he will be at BravoCon uh, this week. So it is going to be insane, but we need to talk about all things pop culture and reality TV. Danny Murphy, welcome back to the show. Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to be back so quick in, like, flow because I just love talking to you. I, and I also love that yes. we can say we're both two little betches. We are we are in the Betches uh, ecosystem, and I'm yes. so happy to be here. Um, you just are getting back. Where did you, did you go? Scotland, Ireland? I, yes, yes, and London. So I did Dublin, Edinburgh, and London for like a ten day trip. Uh, ate a lot of carbs. Got very got sick, but not from the carbs. The scones kept me very healthy, but it was just like everybody sneezing on the plane, which was my downfall. And uh, it wiped you out. It wiped. I mean, it, was it worth the trip? How much oh. it wiped you out? Can I tell you something? Well, speaking of pop culture, it was so worth it because if any person who listens to this is in any of those places, I saw Nicole Scherzinger, you know, from like Pussycat Dolls and the Ma- Mass Singer. She is in um, Sunset Boulevard. You know that movie? Yes. It was a movie, I, now I, musical. I yeah, the- Android Webber. You saw it? Ryan, when I tell you, one of... Mm, one of her the best theatrical performances of my life. Okay, so she, you guys, what? So good. Well, no, you, you know I'm like a theater geek. I saw the original Andrew Lloyd Webber production with Glenn Close <gasps> in okay. the the right when like I Sunset Bull. I mm-hmm. and they used to. I don't know if they still do it, but the stage was like this two time. The stage lifted. Um, it was like this really huge stage production where they like lifted the first set into the sky and then like another set came out underneath it. As a high schooler, I was like so nerding oh. out over this show. But I saw the Nicole Scherzinger pics where she has like blood all over at the very end. But blood she- all over. And it's very much, it's kind of the opposite of it. It's giving like sort of Le Labo store, the row Mary Kate Ashley layout in terms of like set. There's no set, but it's very modern twist. It's sparse, but it works so well. And she got three standing ovations throughout it and deserved like five. Like her voice, like, and I know everybody's like, the girl who sang When I Grow Up, Google (laughs) just her, Andrew Lloyd Webber on YouTube because she's done uh, Don't Cry For Me Argentina. She's done like a few songs. I think like, memory think of me all this stuff that's on youtube she was born to be i i literally turned to my friend i was like there's still divas alive and it made me so happy i mean like and like still like doing stuff she was so spectacular and i like literally landed in nork airport just being like i don't know why i'm frightened like i was like in customs is basically belting out i almost got detained i think it was amazing i love i mean listen i love <laughs> victories for people that i don't like i yes. wouldn't expect nicole scherzinger to knock it out of the park on an andrew lloyd Webber musical you- no, because I'm. You're like she's like was a pop girly. Yeah, that you turned, but was but was buttons in this? But, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I fucking love that song. Beep, I do too. <laughs> Beep. Oh, I mean, that's the thing where you go back. You're like, wait, she's always been this impeccable, and like she was on the mass. Like, she's a mass singer, like judge. Where you're like, so she's like 
in a group chat with Jenny McCarthy, that doesn't really give me like vocal stage present energy. <laughs> no offense to just Jenny, but I didn't know what to expect. But wow, I feel almost. And they kind of like, there's like some little poking fun of like her being a pussycat doll, not in the yeah. script, but like in some of the artwork that is like in the in between parts. But she really would make any person who goes see it, they're going to be like, oh, she deserves everything. You know what? You're not the first person I've heard that from. I was seeing that pop up on social media of people going like, you need to go. You need to run. And I was like, well, I can't go overseas right now. But I was like, it kind of like gave me chills seeing the pictures of her at the very end, like all bloody. And my favorite is like when like the state, like the claps at the end happen. No one is like they stay in character for the bow. And I was like, oh, now I'm. This is London. I was like, this is Broadway's because Broadway, everyone's like goofy. It's like, ah, it's like the end of SNL, everything like that. I'm like, oh no, they are not fucking. They're like, no, I am. You are bowing for the character, not for me. It, I would fly back right now for it. Like, truly. Good for Nicole Scherzer. I mean, I love I that, that. I love that pop culture. Uh, I, I love people when they take pivots in their career. And you, I was just talking about this right before this is just that we've now been fans of pop culture so long is that we have like decades with these stars and we've seen pivots in careers. I mean, we have the Britney book coming out this week and it's wild that I keep hearkening back. I'm like, I remember the first rumors about Britney, (laughs) like an old man, like, ah, yes. I remember when she lost her virginity. Yes. Like you, and now we're getting like, who knows how much of it is her actual, I, I always get scared of like, is this her actual story? But it's wild now to have decades of a relationship with these pop culture figures. It's crazy too. And it's such a thing where it's, I feel with like a Britney, even we remember people as the first time we see them almost. And I feel that's even for like people we know where it's like, oh, but that's pretty much like, oh wait, no, these are like fully fledged, like humans living life, having developments, having these changes. So where you're like, for even like Nicole, it's like, no, you're the pussycat dog. Like, oh no, she's actually like a 45 year old woman now who has like <laughs> interests and passions and has grown and everything like that. Where it's like, <laughs> Brittany, I'm like, what are you talking about, Brit? It's like, oh, you have the woman in me that's coming out. I, know, so <laughs> well, I am seems, so excited to that. There seems to be this like um, period of time with all pop culture figures where it makes the audience member think that they woke up and like missed 10 years of their life. You're like, I always go like, wait a sec, how are we here? How was that 20 years ago? There's like, well, what happened the last eight years? Like I forget like a whole eight years of these people's lives. Like there's elements of that with Lindsay Lohan. There's elements of that with Paris Hilton where I'm like, wait a sec. So she was DJing and then all of a sudden around like pandemic, she came back, she did a YouTube document. Like it's weird. And now she has a baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is weird that there's these like, we now get to see the other side of their careers after a period of time where they weren't the young hot thing, if that makes sense. It, I mean, talk about it being Sunset Boulevard, because that's the entire yeah. ethos of yes. that show, where it's like you're seeing these people that had maybe their glory moment and everything, and it's like, oh, they still got bills to pay, and they're still doing what they want to do. They're still out here. Yeah. I mean, Timberlake's like, I'm trying to set myself up for the rest of my life, and now I have to worry about a book coming out. And uh, it is, I mean, we will... We will have Justin Timberlake discourse until the end of time. This man cannot do anything right, you know, whether it be Janet Jackson or Britney Spears. Or and his this last guy, album. Yeah. It was so bad. Man it was in the so Woods. bad. Yes. I, I actually wanted to like Man in the Woods. And he's just sitting there, you know, not minding his own business because he's trying to do an sync reunion potentially. But I just love these things that he potentially doesn't expect to come out of like, oh, shit, you're going to, oh, no, you're going to talk about that? That was 20 years ago. Please don't do that. Please don't. Like, you just wonder what is going on in this man's head. I know. Well, that's how you know he's 
a simple man because he doesn't realize the best revenge is served cold. You got to wait. <laughs> you have to be, oh, you're going to sleep with your Jessica girl and you think everything's all good. No, 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 no. Brittany's here. Every, every day he just wakes up in like a cold panic of like what is going to drop next. It's what and, he deserves. <laughs> well, and that's why I'm sure you hope that Jada Pinkett Smith thing had got a little more like, God, if that could have just lasted one more week. And like, I love that the Jada Pinkett Smith headlines died down because we had Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears headlines. Oh, and like the, the Britney is so overpowered. Even like I saw like that Meryl Streep was divorced six years ago. I was like, I don't care. I'm like, yeah. okay. I didn't even realize Meryl was married. Good for I, her. You know? And also, it's like six years is almost too long a time where you're like, why are you telling us now? I'm almost like, Meryl, what, what, what's happening? <laughs> but you know what? Like six years ago when it actually happened, wouldn't have cared either back then. No. Like, <laughs> and I love that Meryl Streep. Could you imagine if all of a sudden like Meryl Streep for the first time in her life gets on Twitter and goes, this man's got a small dick and I was just tired of him not giving me the hot beef and jet. Like if Meryl Streep just completely, just completely unmeriled herself. She just goes full blow. Yeah. She's like, yeah, this is what I, this is my new, this is my new Meryl era. I would honestly, I would love that for her. Oh my God. Like Meryl actually had like, well, also me and Justin had a child. We actually did have the child. And uh, his name's Timmy, and he lives in Singapore. No, I, that I would, <laughs> that'd make me look at Meryl a little. I'd be like, Meryl, come on, girl. I thought you had taste. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine we're now in the era where Meryl's a mess? Like, oh, you're what? so sloppy, Meryl. Oh, my God. I honestly, she's been so good for so long. Give her a year. Let her yeah. have a little Cabernet and get a little sauced. I don't know. Her and Christine like, Baranski. Ch- Ooh, Chet Hanks is looking good over there. Woo. I, oh, my God. Oh. Now that could I, be. You about to say, I, I thought you were about to say Chet is hot, and I'm like, whether oh, that be the case or not, that's just not good. To I say. mean, objectively, he is, but he's a mess and awful person. But the, take his shirt off, and he's looking. He, he's handsome. <laughs> um, uh, it's kind of like when you like see like the trash islands that are gonna kill us all because it's just like pollution in the middle of the earth. So, like they're kind of shiny because it's all the soda cans that we like recycle, but we don't. And I'm like, wow, that's a pretty reflection. As like my face is melting off, he's kind. That's kind of Chet Hanks. Well, Chet Hanks is in the new season. It's not, they're still, I, they just finished filming, I think, The Surreal Life. And Kim oh! Zolziak Bierman is in there. And there was, um, a, I think, a page six article, I by think, the way, yes. about that, that Chet Hanks and Kim Zolziak were hot for each other. And I just keep thinking about that, of just the potential of Kim meeting Tom Hanks. Oh, god, what that's like. I mean, just... How that, because he's, you know, Tom seems like he tries to be nice to everybody. How does that even work? I think, I don't know how much Tom and Rita are, like, they're sending nice texts and I'm sure checks to chat. I don't know if they're, like, routinely having lunch. I can't imagine that. No, I would I would really strongly discourage all of that. Yeah, but I just can't imagine, you know, Tom worked his whole life, you know, such a respected <laughs> actor. And then you've always, and no offense to Chet Hanks, like, you know, we're all trying to get by, but at the same time, it's like that one thorn. You're like, ooh, yeah. Chet is, Chet's doing something again. It's almost a good, because a lot of people, because like, I feel when they talk about having kids and how kids are so important, love your kids if you have a kid, but they're like the legacy that carries on. And I was thinking recently, I'm like, I'm not going to remember Gwyneth Paltrow because of Apple. I mean, the naming her kid Apple, I'll remember. But it's like <laughs> that. I'm like, I don't think Chet Hanks is going to carry on the legacy of Tom Hanks. So it's almost kind of like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gamble. It's a gamble with your baby. Well, we had, speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, she came out swinging last week to once again bring the Nepo baby conversation back oh, into God, play yeah. and saying, it is so unfair 
that it is just like, you know, you wouldn't do this to doctors and plumbers and things like that. It's like, no shit, we wouldn't do this to no. doctors and plumbers. It wouldn't even be a conversation. But of yes, I'm sorry. If your <coughs> child chooses to be an actor and it's Gwyneth Paltrow, there is like Nepo Baby. It's not a great phrase. It's fun to say. But like, listen. If you choose to be in a limelight kind of scenario, it is going to be talked about because no one, it's like the people still trying to, uh, like when Tori Spelling says, oh, my dad didn't even know I was auditioning for 90210. Oh. I just, I fought for the part. Bullshit. Like, yes. no, I'm sorry. Well, because it's also that because it's like, A, plumbers have to go to schooling and get certificates and like pass everything to become a plumber. Doctors have to go to medical school to become a doctor. So they have to like, prove themselves in their skill versus yeah. the actors just kind of show up. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, also, that's the hard part to get into the showing up for that. Like, you know what I mean? Because then from there, it's like, oh, who's the girl saying a few lines? Oh, that's someone's famous kid. All right, versus everything else. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter just gets, like, under five lines where she's, like, the barista. <laughs> Like, yeah. your coffee, uh, your coffee's here. And, like, you know, Gwyneth has to be supportive of her daughter just getting co-star roles, like, little tiny roles. But, like, also, if you love acting that much, get into the theater. Go to Yale yeah. School of Dramatic Arts. Like, really treat it like a profession. Go to the West End. Nicole's doing it. Come yeah. on, baby. Join the Pussycat Dolls. Get, the, yeah. get into the Pussycat Dolls. That's a direct feeder into Broadway in London. Honestly, it's, it's the long game. And that's actually what a career <laughs> is. It's a beautiful yeah. victory lap. <laughs> Uh, speaking of a victory lap, you and Evan will be going to BravoCon yes. for uh, obviously, which is just going to be a mess. I mean, you I'm guys scared. will be getting so much content out there. You get the best guests on virtual reality. And I already was just over the moon talking about your live shows. But what I mean, how do you even approach oh. BravoCon? And do you guys have conversations about how you're going to tackle this together? It's so funny. Someone literally at work asked today, it's like, oh, should we do a Zoom meeting beforehand? And I was like, I guess so. But what do you, how do you plan for like 200 or whatever reality stars in Las Vegas for a weekend? I just feel like you have to just go in to the chaos because I don't know what to expect and the people you hope to talk to, like if they're around, if schedules go according to plan and everything like that. I think it's just, it's going to be a delightful beautiful disaster is what yeah, and in a great I mean, way in a great way you know yes the egos are going to be bigger than the sphere it's going to be insane i mean people are i mean i really am truly excited to see what even because page six will be the place to go to see which stories get pushed out of BravoCon, and that's, that's what i'm interested because in. last year we had the beverly hills stampede oh, where God, everybody yeah. was freaking out and then like from it was like oh this is such a wreck and i had the best time ever I didn't think it was a wreck at all, but I'm so curious of what that first story that's going to get pushed out to outlets on Friday next week. And then also it's the, where it's like when someone says something that they don't think is shady and then it becomes a mess. Because that was my favorite from last year where it's like someone said something on one panel and then it already made the round. So the person they said it about who's on another panel. Yes. And it was like Frito-Lay's girl group. And it's like they're like, well, I actually have some fucking shit to say. And like they're missing every mark because it's like you're trying to control these reality stars, but they just have obviously minds of their own that we love and everything like that. So I can't wait to watch all that energy. And then also in Vegas, because like in New York, they went back to the hotel and everything like that. Also, it's like New York, the bars are open to four, but everyone's tired. Everyone's going to sleep. In Vegas, your bar is your hotel room, which is the club, which is like the trash room, which is where the panel is. So everyone's in like 
a few roofs, essentially. Oh, I know. That all weekend, it is going to be painfully obvious who has not gotten any sleep, night in, night out. My prediction is a lot of the Southern Charm men and the cast of Vanderpump Rules yes. and certain housewives, minus Shannon Bedore at this point, <laughs> um, uh, hopefully. And I, I'm really bad. Hopefully. But you, you made such a good point of like those stories that start with these housewives on Friday and whatever they say in the press will add to the panels on Saturday and Sunday. Because last year we had Tamara revealing that Jen Shaw was in the hotel room with her oh. and Heather Gay. And Heather Gay got pissed at Tamara on the Ultimate Girls Trip panel of like, I, I wish you hadn't have said that. And that's what I'm curious of who, and it'll probably be Tamara again, has the big <laughs> mouth that's oh. going to reveal things that we shouldn't know. The two T's. Oh, they're going to be potting all around town, which I mean, yes, they will be working overtime and I'm sure it'd be very, very captivating and interesting. They're the Waldorf and Statler of Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I'm sure I, well, Teddy's going to do Watch What Happens Live sometimes. She's already With, there. with Kyle. With, with Kyle. Kyle. Yes. Yeah. She won a Make-A-Wish Foundation and uh, <laughs> she gets to go on Watch What Happens Live, which is exciting. I will say Teddy is kind of like the Juliana Rancic now of Bravo stuff because I, I feel like with Juliana Rancic, the Oscars were like Sunday night. Jules got there Tuesday and she was just sitting. She was helping like tape and staple the carpet. That is what Teddy is doing right now in Vegas. She's at Caesars like passing Adele. She's like, I don't have time, Adele. Like she's really getting everything into place. Yes, yes. Well, no, I remember I was at the Gansport last year and it was Sunday and I was so hungover having to get to BravoCon for the final day. And I got out of my hotel room and all of a sudden uh, Teddy was out there with her team of people. Huh. And I remember going, I am too hungover to take an elevator with Teddy. So I took the stairs because I was like, I can't handle it. That's like, when you People know. were like doing her hair. And I was like, it, it's like the queen came out. It is like the queen. And I love that's housewives to me. Even if you're yeah. not on the show, you're always a housewife in your mind. Yes. You're always that person. And I don't say that as a negative thing, but it's that that ego. And I think Teddy's actually an interesting example because um, it's that per like it's a barnacle. She's with it now forever. Like she will. She said even on the show that she wasn't going to make this her whole personality. That if I'm off the show, I'm not going to really even be do. But like these people, like the Frankels, the the Teddies, that's all their life seems to be about. Then is Bravo. And by the way, Teddy is successful at it. Her podcast is huge, so you can't argue that it's not working. But I just sometimes get worried that it's, you know, it's so much for something like you said, kind of like. Uh, well, she's in the interesting place because she's like not a part of it, but so a part of it. And I will say, when I do listen to her interviews, she's good. She, she's, I like her much more in her podcasting lane than everybody says that. Everybody it's says that. Yeah. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. 
I got, and I don't know if she takes that as a compliment or not. I hope she does, because it's like, why wouldn't you? I, I know, mean, right? Be, being good at something is being good at something. And I think she even, I, she says that she's making more money doing that than when she was on Beverly Hills. Um, but I will say, I kind of, it made me also, so any person who's very anti-Teddy, and she is very fun to make fun of, it made me look at her in a different light, I will say. Because on the show, I was like, I don't get this. But now when she kind of can just like be a little ruthless and not care and everything like that, because she's like, well, I already got fucking fired, so I don't really give a shit. It's a little more fun, especially now with Tamara being back on, because Tamara's kind of like, uh-huh. <laughs> and Teddy's like, okay, well, you're worried about your evolution checks. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, like something that I still don't like, I feel like she's still got that eye on potentially. I got to come back potentially. I got to, that's what, even with Tamara, mm-hmm. and we saw it work to great effect of her getting back on OC, but it's like, they never want to leave the party. Like they always want to come. If they leave, then it's trying to train like an Iraqi four montage to get back on the show. Like in and, a like, few years, none of these people seem to be, I was trying to think of housewives, like maybe you could argue Adrian Maloof in a weird way of like people that don't constantly campaign year in year out to get back on their their iteration of the series. I know I really can't even. Dina Manzo, I guess, is kind of just <laughs> yeah, no, right, and and Caroline to a degree, you know, she had the Manzo with children, and obviously Ultimate Curl Strip, if that will ever come out, but she's not Probably coming not. back to Jersey anytime no. soon. Oh Lord, no! She, besides the state of New Jersey, anything Dude, else? Dude, did you hear the stuff with Jersey? Like the they were supposed to do like the I, Berkshires the, trip, and then supposedly there was like a fi- I, did you hear this? I saw that. I didn't. I was looking on Twitter that like the trip they couldn't go to the resort or the house they were staying at. So it was just like a final dinner, which I know a lot of people said, Oh, that's going to be so underwhelming. Those ladies, you put them in line at Starbucks or Dunkin'. Someone's going to shout at someone and yell. So I'm, I'm excited. People have like the wrong, like people think that we need some big production number. We need to see like, no, like I don't put them in a couple chairs, make it like inside the actor studio. Something will happen. Like I do not, like, I don't know. Like, but I will say part of me was like, dude, film the reunion at BravoCon. Wouldn't you? It's like those old, like old time sitcoms when the family would go overseas on vacation and you'd be like, oh, Alex P. Keaton and the Family Ties gang are in Paris. Like I would love Real Housewives of New Jersey finale in Vegas for BravoCon. It would be so meta, so great. That would actually be genius. I don't know why they're not extending it because like to get a little bit of the drama because they will be fighting, I'm sure. Kind of on the same time, I would love if they filmed the Salt Lake City reunion there because I'm so, so sad You're not that doing that panel. panel's not happening because I don't know if you went to that one last year. It was the best panel. of this. It was the best panel. Yeah, Whitney and Heather, we are not getting along right now still. It and they great. were just fighting. I remember there was even like, they were pulling up texts and they were like, come up to the stage and read this text. Like they were having people from the audience come up to read. It was so fucking funny and it was so good. And I remember like I was sitting behind Rachel Lindsay and I'm like, I'm now like, <laughs> like she, her jaws drop Cause I mean, she's such a Bravo fan. Her jaws dropping. I'm like, I'm experiencing this with like a bachelorette who does like, I'm like, what is going on here? It was so magical and chaotic that I was like, Damn, those ladies, and especially because this season of theirs is so, so good. I feel people would have loved a panel. And also to see a little Monica. Oh, man. Salt Lake. Yeah, you're right. But they'll all be there. So I feel yeah. like, the, I mean, but it is interesting how much care goes into keeping these ladies in their cages. Like prep. Like we got to get you prepped for this reunion. We can't worry. the We can't ruin the actual reunion. But that's another great idea. A live reunion on stage. Oh. I mean, it might be impossible, but it would be so great. Even just a little piece of it. 
just like part half of one or something just like that. Or one. everyone could sign up and be like, this will be an eight-hour day. If you want to sit, <laughs> you're sitting. I would, I would Everybody there. would completely sit for that. <laughs> yes. Um, but Salt Lake, to me, I think is having one of the best seasons. I mean, really, my favorite season, and I think it's firing on all cylinders, where I love, I mean, I love the addition of Monica. Angie K for me works in the weirdest possible way because she wants it so badly. Each of these ladies are so bizarre, but it works so well. It works. It's a really good, I feel like everyone is able to kind of do their own thing because I feel I love a Housewives when it's like a bunch of different feuds going on and people like mending and like getting into like disarray and everything like that and I mean I do love big sunglasses so I see a lot of people shading Angie K's there's a lot of things I'm not vibing with for her I don't mind her eyewear game no, I mean, that seems to be what she, she's like, Angeline. She's getting known for like a pink Corvette <laughs> with his glasses. But that's what you got. But I love that she's trying to make those moments. She's like, maybe I can get him on the glasses. Maybe I can. I think she's so excited to have a storyline, even if it involves rumors about her husband, where she's like, oh, my God, do I have the ball? Somebody gave me the ball. I got the ball. Like, she's excited. She, oh, yeah. She's like, baby, we got to have to sit down and talk about your sexuality. Get, get, get it. Get over here. And then when he was like. I was like, oh, okay, so they both, they, it was very lame as it came true. I'm happy for the entire family. Oh, Angie Kay needs to be in Sunset Boulevard in the West she, End. She would be And great. she kind of gives me, yes, yeah, I could see that. With the sunglasses, they come off, they're crying. Yeah, she's ready yeah, for a close-up An- Angie bill. Desmond. Um, where, <laughs> where uh, in terms of like, even just as a fan who watches these Ooh. shows, who are you in a rush to talk to at BravoCon? Like, who are the ones oh. you're like, I would kill to get a soundbite from this person? I, let me think. Well, especially because BravoCon is right around, I forget if this was the same time, the thing that happened a lot. I, I feel like some of the most fan fave uh, shows are coming back then. So like Beverly Hills, I don't know. who. The, I would just love to talk to Erica Jane in Vegas about Vegas and her hormones and everything like that. Oh, Danny. Oh, you're looking good. You want to come to my show? Yeah, what if, she would hit on you. She'd be like, what do you got? What are you packing, uh, Danny? Let, yeah. let me tell you what happens in Vegas. I, I don't know. It would be great if Danny was like, I did sleep with Erica Jane. <laughs> and I got to tell you, it was wonderful. It was I amazing. was like, I went for Angie K's man and I, I wound up patting the puss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wound up. I feel like yeah, honestly, Danny going, is this how you pat the puss? Just like, yeah. She, she's like, I was like, is that yeah, it? Huh? I would just gentle. be sex for me is literally watching Nicole Scherzinger singing. Don't cry for me, Argentina. So like we'd get back to the hotel and we like dim the lights. YouTube.com connect. Um, it's why I'm alone. But if that's anybody's kink, please let me know. Uh, oh so I'd love God. to talk to her. I feel she'd be so fun. I'd also love, I'm cute. Like, um, Candace is just such a good interview. She's so fun. Would love to talk to a little bit of Candace or Robin because I feel this is going to be. You know how Kathy Hilton was last year's BravoCon. I think Robin, the the the. I, I feel Robin could really be having a little moment. This this this. Go Robin's going to be loose potentially. Um, Robin could be I, a little loose. It really is in the eye of the beholder what we'll actually see. I want to know if Kyle will bring her best friend Morgan Wade uh, to oh. BravoCon with her. Ooh. If if she does, it would kind of, I feel, be the thing how, like, Jenna's wearing jeans to the reunion. Where, will Kyle wear jeans on the BravoCon carpet? She's like, will, 
They're just comfy. Will, uh, Will Kyle dress as Brett Michaels at the BravoCon? <laughs> and I love Morgan Way. We just like I'm Morgan Way. Chances are like I I, I want to see their dynamic. And Beverly Hills, we finally get the premiere of it. I and know. I watched the first episode, and it yes. was really. I mean, it was it was interesting to get right back in there. I'm actually curious if PK will be with Dorit at BravoCon. There you seems know? to be something, and I've seen, I mean, I've seen rumors get pushed out. I don't know, but I do know that they face issues with their relationship this season, but we're so focused on this Mauricio Kyle stuff, that's under the radar. I, I feel they are so, I, I think they will be together. I can't imagine them. Like, I, I do feel they might be having a little moment, but I think when Dorit's like, oh, Kyle, Mauricio's actually having shit, I guess, okay, we'll just have our pizza night and chill. Like, it'll be fine. Because I think, unfortunately, that's going to take the front, the, the center stage for everything. Yeah, I mean, they released the first seven minutes of the episode so everybody can see, but it was like, I love where it starts. PK was like, PK, you're eating chips. Oh, he's like, oh, I just want some chips for me. Come on. I'll go, I love the chips. And I was like, is that as dramatic as we get with PK? He's like, his cholesterol's out of control. <laughs> I do love that. I'm like, okay, look at them having all like the the Lay's bags of chips. They're just like us. They really are. But I do love, and I love, I am saying, I feel Dorit's in the first, and I, because I think this was all in the first seven minutes, where it was like, um, her confessional, she's given a little, she's a little more woken up than the past few seasons. I, She's reminding me of why I love Dorit, which is great. I'm curious to see how Sutton handles herself this season. Like Sutton I know. is Sutton could go hero or villain at any given moment. I feel that's why I love her. Cause she doesn't, I, do, even know. I love, she I doesn't love know which so way much. she goes to. She's like, am I a villain here? And then people are like, you're the villain. She's like, Oh, am I like, I don't even think she comprehends when she's either. <laughs> is there any Bravo celebrity that you wouldn't be rushing to speak to? <clears throat> or is there, has there been anybody in the past that you've had an awkward encounter or interview oh, with? Oh, I'm trying to think. I mean, besides Lisa Renna, but she won't be at BravoCon. Uh, She'll be there in spirit. That's she will. She will be. Yeah. I could see her just having like a hotel room. They're taking photos. I don't think so. I feel everyone's been kind of a fun vibe. There have been some people where I'm not as caught up on the show where I'm kind of just like, so what's going like very like, <laughs> so what's up? How are you? Um, which is always just like a fun moment to be in. I don't really know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think, of course, I feel the ones that I'm more excited to talk to are the ones where the shows are coming out, because yeah. I feel those are always the ones that are a little bit more heated up. I'm really curious to see if the new New York ladies are going to be a little extra oh. heated after the reunion it's, yes. comes we'll out. Have, I, the second part of the Bo, reunion will already have aired when I, BravoCon yeah, starts. I'm going to want to talk to Uba, because she's saying so many things at the reunion that's making me like, LOL. About or I'm just kind of like, wait, what's happening? Where I want to ask her about coming for Jenna so hard that I don't I know talk. what was going on. And because Jenna's not going to be at BravoCon, so I'm going to want to sit down with Uba hopefully and be like, wait, so who didn't want Jenna and why? What did Jenna do to you to piss you off? And what like I I just kind of need some like dots connected there. Yeah, it didn't really read, and then halfway through the reunion last night, I was like, well, maybe also there is a tiny language barrier in terms of she'll always be like, oh, I didn't know what that, you know, like she was like, oh, I didn't mean that. Like somebody said, she's like, oh, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. So I sometimes wonder when she's going that hard, if she even realizes the wording or the the phrasing that she's using is potentially more uh, hurtful than it should be. Oh, I feel she knew because her... The way she was giving the looks after, I was like, oh, she oh. is, because I love her. I'm like, she is giving me the housewife reunions that we know and love. Where, and because it was perfect. It was like, Frederick's just like how he is on TV. Oh, that's nice. Unlike, Unlike Jenna. Jenna. Unlike Jenna. Oh, I was like, oh, 
my god, Andy, it was so good. Andy even had to go, okay, great, we'll we'll get to that in a bit. Like Andy had to be like, whoa, whoa, like came out swinging. I did die at someone on Twitter being like, Jenna won the mute challenge, Beyonce. Cause like, <laughs> she said nothing. Well, well I'm kind of... She's like that nervous, like, um, uh, it's very good that, um, I like being a part of these ladies, you know, like she's always very quiet and soft spoken. And like, she reminds me a lot of, you know, a lot of people I know, I like the awkwardness of it. So in a sense to me, Jenna doesn't have to do a lot, um, Mm. but she will get, she will continually get trampled on when these other ladies are trying to go for the prize. Like, you know, people will always now use that against her, that Mm -hmm. she is not as vocal, that she does step away for work and all of that stuff. It's like now a negative thing for Jenna. And it's kind of funny too, because Jenna's another thing where it's like, she, it's almost like they do that, but then also I feel she almost gets upset. And then she's like, oh wait, I'm rich and fake. I, okay. Like, she's like, you can be mad at Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was like, Jenna's partying in Paris with Usher. Like, do you really think at the Getting end of the Getting engaged topless, ordering fries. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, she doesn't you give a shit. You think she's sitting there going, oh, I hope Cy's okay with me giving her free gifts. Do you think anybody gives a... And by the way, Cy, how dare you? And if anybody wants to give me free gifts, you will never hear a complaint out of my mouth. How dare you, Cy? Oh, I get free stuff, too. Where I'm just kind of like, I feel like every, like, y'all get, like, I, I get free samples from time to time. I want more. I want Jenna's free samples. I get free samples when, like, there's a new munchkin line at my local Dunkin' and they break it up into pieces of eight. I love the La Mer that Jenna Lyons is getting or, like, Let, or May gloves. I'll take listen, anything. I, I watch Hoarders and I think they've always got a pretty good setup. I'm like, yeah, yeah. they've got enough stuff. I like that. I, I, like, I don't need a bet. I just want to be on top of boxes. <laughs> what do you think about Brand this season? You know what? I feel... Brynn, there was a lot of ebbing and flowing. When she was first announced, was head over heels with her. I thought she was like, Sonya-ing, so funny, so silly. It was a lot of like the, like a lot of that going on. It's and a sitcom a, at all times. Yes. And a lot mixed. And I feel there were moments where I was like, oh, was she like, how much of this is an act? But then when I like research, I'm like, oh, wow, she really has been collecting these books and playing chess and, like, doing all these boards and stuff like this for years. So that's, like, who she is. And she's, like, a fun girl. And I feel she does, like, for her job of, like, PR. Like, it's, like, the fun little quick stuff and everything, which is, like... So then I started to kind of get to... I was, like, oh, I'd vibe with her. And now I feel I'm in a place with Bryn where I'm, like, oh, I just want to be Bryn. Yeah. I'm, I- like, I want to wear... I want to effortlessly have, like, a peacoat with jeans and nice sneakers that cost $300 going to, like, a members club... And then like St. Ambrose with like a blade helicopter hat. So I just, now I'm back to like being obsessed with her. I feel like she's made for housewives, but sometimes that will actually, in my weird head, counts against them sometimes where I'm like, I want somebody awkward like Jenna. I want somebody that doesn't necessarily want to be there. Like I want somebody that doesn't know the power of this platform. And I think Bryn knows the power of this. I think she's made for it. She gives good talking head, as I say. I mean, it's really, (laughs) truly incredible to watch. But uh, the other thing that confused me, though, and it it got a confusion last night again, was that she said something of like, well, I work nine to five, da da da, which makes no sense because earlier in the season, she says, I get paid well to work seven hours a week. And she like, I'm curious, like, I'm not I have really no opinion on this because I know she works in PR and like she clean, you know, helped with the BP oil spill that was on her resume. But (laughs) is it nine to five or are you doing seven hours a week? Which is it? Like, I'm so confused. That is true. I feel 
maybe I think in that moment she was saying she worked a lot of nine to fives and now she gets paid enough where it's like, cause she's like, I had five jobs from then. Cause I think now she's in like that heavenly spot that some of my friends got to a point where it's like, they're just consultants and they work like, a few hours a week and she don't sign. He's like, I signed your contract on a vino baby. A vino baby. I'm like, oh God. We're like, <laughs> what well, that's also petty housewife shit that I fucking love. That's what I, I, I people don't realize that small things can be great. I don't understand why people need bigger things than like, I signed your cr- contract on a vino baby. Put it on a shirt. I love it. And that's what made me because I was really nervous about the start of influencers on reality TV. Because I was kind of like, as you should oh. be, because I don't think size great. Sorry. <laughs> well, there we have it. Sorry. But I'm okay with it when it's where I'm like, okay, it was all worth it for a line like that. Because it's like, oh, you did a deal for this influencer. And like back then, I don't even know what size was, what our influencing numbers were in 2017, but you got this Avino baby deal. And I was in my head, I was like, that was probably the biggest deal I got at the time. Bryn was working on it. It's how they kind of run an email chain together. And like, she was holding on to that. So I was like, okay, I'm here for influencers when it's like, you can bring up petty fun partnerships they did, but I know otherwise it's, they're realizing they can't package their landing quite well. Right. I think if we, I think if the normal public really knew how influencing worked, there would be a riot. We'd be like, just like, oh. how dare this is how they make? Are you kidding me? Like they get paid how much? I also like the idea of potentially having just a housewives just based around contracts. Like you know, like we oh, all met each oh. other on a contract. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I would love, because I love a fine print drama, and I love all of that stuff. Yeah, it's good. I think it could be so juicy. It's called, like, email chain or text thread or something like that. (laughs) Broken Uh, chain, yes. uh, Kind of to uh, pivot a little bit, not another true crime podcast for Betches Media. So you guys do, how do you even go about picking what you focus on on that show? And also... the proliferation of true crime has now been co-opted by pop culture, I feel, in the last bunch of years. I mean, which, how do you go about getting shows for that? I know, which is so, uh, it's so crazy how it's merged together, which is why I also am so excited for Kiki's podcast that's coming out, Pop Crime, because yes, it's Kiki so Monique. good, because there's so much. I'm so excited to listen to hers. And me and Sarah, we kind of have been pivoting the past year and a half just to find the crimes that speak to us more because me and her, she's also a housewife fan as well. And just kind of a fan of like rich people acting a fool, which is, and also people pretending to be rich to swindle rich people. So a lot of like scams and petty or like scams and crimes like that is really what we fall into where it's like the one we have coming out next week is this guy who like was a college athlete who got injured and then he was mad because he really wanted to still be that so he like lied about being he kept on like having new names and identities to like go to Princeton and he was like this 29 year old who like lied himself into Princeton and was like amazing on the track team and like a genius and everything because he was talking to like versus 18 year olds so we find the (laughs) stories that were kind of like how the fuck did someone get away with this and like 
huh? But we also like to go for ones where it's like, Princeton is still a billion dollar institution. They did not get hurt from this. So we like to have it be, especially more recently, crimes where we're like, nobody gets hurt. People just get fooled. And it's like rich people losing one of their many millions. So like, we can make a little fun at it because it got to, there was some moments where we're like, oh, like the heavy crimes just started to take a toll on us. And we didn't really want to like go in into them and have a little fun volley with it. Yeah. So now we're just in a really fun space of just like more so scams and everything. <laughs> well, I saw you guys did uh, an episode on uh, telemarketers, which was an HBO yes! docu or a max docu series, three parts, which I really got into. And it's basically where they, you know, uh, like a phone scam kind of uh, like calling people saying that they were from like, you know, ah, oh, we're calling from the policeman's union of this. And they had made a deal with the police, but they would get to collect like 90% of the profits and the police mm-hmm. barely got anybody was actually uh, a really huge like kind of corruption that went really high up and these two guys that worked at the uh the phone bank you know through the it follows like for like t- two decades i think or like 15 years or something but it was wild that was really interesting it was so cool and that's what's so crazy the sam the filmmaker for that he was just like and he even said he was just like this high school kid who was just filming random stuff and putting it on youtube to start that's why there's so much footage from that and it's like because back then, nobody knew. I was, he was just, like, uploading it because it's kind of, you were like, oh, I guess I put it on YouTube. What is YouTube type of stuff? So he's like, oh, I had all this footage to kind of unpack it. That one and BS High are two Oh, my God, pop- BS High. Did you watch that? Yes, BS High, uh, also on Max, you guys. Yes. That was crazy. So they, he created, insane. like, a like a big high school football team that didn't even really have a place. or like, And they put them in games with these insanely good high school teams. I mean, it was so sad that these was, guys, these, these kids, like, looking for their big break in sports. And this guy, I mean, it... It shocked me. And then the, the fact that that guy, the head of it all, was like doing like on camera interviews when he shouldn't have been, it was mind blowing. Well, that's why I always say for people that like love Housewives and they're like, oh, like true crime scam documentaries, it's like, God, they, they can go hand in hand because like Jen Shaw was doing confessionals about her innocence, just like this guy was doing basically confessionals during this in this documentary about how. He thought he was doing everything right and he doesn't get why people are mad at him. And then when more truth came at him, he's like, what do you do? Like the concept of narcissism is just the most fascinating subject matter. I mean, eventually in society, we will be uh, we will be required to do talking heads for our own lives, regardless oh. if we have a show or not. You'll have to check in before you go sleep at night and talk about your day on camera. Like that's Honestly, where we're headed. It is a terrifying reality. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about that in terms of like, even as much content, like I was like, God, one day if they make the, the Danny story, if we get a oh, documentary gosh. about Danny, they're going to be using all of your Instagram content of you speaking <laughs> as a coffee of like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm your martini. Like we're, we have so much content to pull I from know. now when the Danny Murphy documentary comes out 20 years from now, oh. they have a wealth of material to choose from. And I just think, like, it's wild because cameras are everywhere now. Like, we, 20 years from now, we're talking about Britney being 20 years after the fact. What about all of us when they just start making documentaries of every human alive? I'm going to need them. I'm going to have to put in, right, I don't want them to use any photos of me before Ozempic because why would they do that to me? <laughs> then, then I'd be, then there'd be another documentary about me tracking down the people making the documentary about me. And also, I give you, Ryan, the full right to rip me apart if it gives you more screen time 
in the documentary of my life, and I hope I can do the same about yours. Okay, yeah. If anybody's uh, calling for um, for footage about Danny twenty years from now, and you're hearing this, please contact me. I'm sure I'll be living wherever my dad has let me live at that point. <laughs> but I'm happy to give you a pull quote or be a talking head for the, uh, the Danny documentary, and vice versa for the Ryan Bailey doc. I will, <laughs> I will make, I will on camera make up things and say they're true about him <laughs> if, if you need. He had a huge dong. Truly, we were we were um, we were having a threesome with me and Erica Jane, and it was just it was at BravoCon 2023. Truly incredible. Why do I feel like you and Erica would have like I would start being like I'd be like okay I'll just sit over here like you guys would just kind of ignore me. But that's yeah, okay. yeah like I would be I would be sweating and crying. I'd be like Danny, unlock the door, let me out, man. What are you doing to me? Um, Wait, do you, are you? Ex- oh, what were you gonna say? What's that? No, 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 please. Oh, I was going to say, are you excited for a little Vegas moment, though? I am, but I got to tell you, I mean, I'm so pessimistic about everything, right? I'm just so nervous. Like, I get nervous regardless, nervous anyways. And then on top of it, I'm just exhausted. So I'm already thinking, like, how do we do that? How do we get out of there alive? How do I... Um, I don't know. I'm just nervous about the whole thing. I'm excited, but also it just seems like so much. And then you throw Vegas into it. Like, New York was one thing, but throwing Vegas into it, I just don't even... I can't even comprehend how that's going to all work. I, because I'm not a fan of Vegas. I know it's really just going to be a disaster and a half. And it's also because Vegas is just so crowded to begin with. It's going to be so much over this. And also everything is going to be extra priced because they're upcharging everything, I feel like, for this right now. And it's just, it's going to be hell. Well, then we get there. And what if, like, we're all the Bravo geeks? And then we're like, it's like bro-heavy Vegas. And they're like, hey, get out of my way. Like, that's, I'm worried about being picked on. Oh, I don't, when I went to Vegas, I feel like I didn't see a single bro, actually. It was a lot of elderly people in wheelchairs putting their cigarettes out in their daiquiris, which made me very depressed. Um, And then a lot of, you know, just like groups of 15 people, everything, it was kind of like Madeline, but like girls falling in heels, myself included, of like, just that's kind of the Vegas vibe. I feel it's not too... Broy, but I also went to the Katy Perry residency, uh, so maybe that's why I missed I, them. Well, see, that's what I also wonder: is Adele or Katy Perry going to make any kind of appearance at this event? Like we had Chrissy Teigen oh. last year. Like, will we get any kind of special things that we're not expecting that have to do with Vegas right now? Oh, you're right. I could see a little. Because I think like, Adele is, watches is, is Usher going to come out at any point? All right, now Usher, please, I would love that. <laughs> uh, we could pat the puss. Um, I feel, and maybe Kylie Minogue, because I think she's starting around the time. I really was like, I literally, there was a part of me, I was like, can I like go to see, but I'm like, I don't think I have time to see if I was talking, residency. I was talking to Gibson and uh, Gibson Johns and Dylan Hafer the other night. And they were like, could, I mean, Gibson was like, should I go see Katy Perry? And I'm like, uh, yeah, go see Katy Perry. I mean, of course, I mean, I, like, is you two going to show up at BravoCon? Like Bono's a big fan of the housewives. Uh, oh, in the blade, in the sphere thing, right? Isn't that yeah. their thing? I'm yes. not going to that. That freaks me out. But yes, I mean that's what I, that sphere though. It, ta- it you can pay six hundred thousand dollars and you can put any ad on it that you want. But it's six hundred thousand dollars. I want a Viva Dresser's leg projected ah. on the sphere. Could you imagine like Welcome to BravoCon and it's a Viva's <sighs> leg? Honestly, I feel with if you if every person who bought a ticket gave you five dollars, I feel you could get to that number. <laughs> Should I start a GoFundMe right yes, now? Honestly, I'm trying to, to put Aviva's leg on the sphere in turn for BravoCon, please. Or I feel I I wonder. I guess it's like they wouldn't cut it down. I'm like I feel NBCU has to be doing something to make that happen. Uh, that's what I think so too. I think something because they're going to try to push that out. They're going to try to get those page six headlines, all of that stuff. Are you going to ask you and Evan? I mean, is one of your questions going to be how much have you lost this weekend? Oh. 
I didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about um, the Vanity Fair article that's finally coming out. Oh, I like, oh I'm not asking that. Oh, about people gambling. Wait, what did you think in terms of the how much? I you thought you meant like the stock of NBC. I was like, no, Ryan, I'd actually not like to get to Las Vegas. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to be in like the, the, the tension of Caesar's Palace. Oh, I'd actually God. rather not be thrown in the fountain oh, my by God. security. No. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I'm not a part of the reality reckoning. I'm no, pro I am, Bravo. Oh, I uh, yes, I'm pro us all being able to do what we do. Um, I oh maybe because I'm not I, gambling scares me, but I feel a lot of Bravo people. I think some of the reality stars probably like to gamble. So oh, I'm gonna be like ah. Oh, I gambled all of a sudden. Concept, I say, I say. Oh, I, I hope she doesn't even... gamble her horse. Yeah. By the way, yeah, we get to meet her horse this season. She bought a horse that's more than Garcelle's Birkin, and I think we'd be great if Sutton did bring the horse to oh, take Bravo true. photo ops with. I love how that's her Matt Damon. We bought a zoo. She's like, well, I bought a horse. <laughs> I bought a horse, y'all. I saw Matt Damon bought a zoo. I I also want a photo op where it's like a freeze frame picture of Heather Gay in the um the RV with just that line of urine falling out, and you can like pose with it. <laughs> That well, Vegas, I something tells me Heather Gay is going to be in another RV doing that. I mean, and I'm telling you, I want a back alley of Sir uh, photo uh, op. Like if they ooh, built the back alley of Sir, they wouldn't that be magical? That would, that would be really nice because I know they're doing the booths again, and I wonder if there will be like photo setups like that because that'd be very cute. Because I also really don't understand the. Con- I know Vegas does conventions all the time. I'm very still confused about like the layout of anything. So I feel there could be potential for something like that. Well, as we wind down here, you're probably going to have to talk to Tom Sandoval, and I'm sure he'll be paired up with Tom Schwartz. You're going to be talking to him. What do you ask Tom Sandoval in your head? Of course, he has the podcast now. Everybody loves Tom. He's on Special Forces on Fox. What do you ask? Like, hey, man, how was your summer? What do you do? I Well, here's the honest to God thing. I want to ask him, should I blow up my life and ruin all my relationships to look that good? Because he, I'm sorry. Danny, you're disgusting. How dare, dude, this is what, what are you talking about? I'm disgusting. I'm disgusting. This is what, it's so ridiculous. It's about what's on the inside, Danny. Who taught you that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, everybody. It's Romantic what's on the comedy's that, got me that. What that's gotten me. About? That's gotten me that. Oh, the new one with Sydney Sweeney and whoever <laughs> that I don't want to watch. That looks so Lynn fucking Powell. bad. <laughs> it looks so fucking bad. Yeah, I don't think they were casted for what's on the inside of them. Okay. Um, I'm no, about- but I want to. I'm gonna say because I'm not saying I'm attracted to Tom Sandoval. You are kind of. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But no, I'm more attracted. No, my flaw is I'm attracted to Tom Schwartz because I um Every, like fixer yes. uppers. Um and I'll like, you know what? I'm on prep. I'm on, I'll I'll get tested, wear a condom. I don't know. I like we'll, we'll figure I'm it like, out. Oh, cool, man. Oh, what's prep? Oh, like SAT prep? Cool, bro. Or he's like, I he's on it. preparation age. Yeah. Um uh oh, I just like cause he I feel like he's like channeled into a lot of working out. I think he's gotten a lot of work done, but kind okay. of in the way that some other male Bravo celebrities get it done in a like very tasteful way. So my theory is there's a lot, there's like for men in like under 42 on Bravo, they're passing around a surgeon and I think Tom Sandoval has it. I think um, someone else I feel who maybe is on Southern Charm got a little light work done that looks really good. Craig? So I think, yeah, he looked, yeah. cause when he was on Watch What Happens Live, he looked amazing in the sense where it's kind of like, the Jennifer Lawrence and No Hard Feelings. Now everyone's getting mad at me. Where she looked like she had something done. And I was like, yeah. 
And everyone's like, she had a kid. I'm like, no, I'm saying, I'm not saying, I know what a, like a maternal glow looks like. I'm saying this is not that. I'm saying her cheekbones look different. And I think that's with Craig. So I kind of want to ask that. But I also want to, I feel like I want to talk to the Vanderpump kitties to yeah. kind of see what's next. Because I don't think we can, because when you ask me, Sandoval, I don't have a single question left about any of what... I'm I I I I I I'm okay. I'm I got my fill with it. Raquel, I would be curious. Rachel, yeah. Have you? I would be curious about Rachel in the sense of, did you hear she made seventeen thousand dollars off that lightning bolt necklace and the Tom Tom hoodie for charity? What did you feel about that? Like, I would want to know. And my other question is, did he bid? I have this weird feeling oh. that he bid and potentially won. He's, He's like, a narcissist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, it was special. I needed the bid on. Like, I I part of me thinks that he potentially bid on that. Oh, he bid it to resell it to not charity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling this for double the cost. I am. Well, now I, I do want to. Obviously, she won't be there. But I want to ask Rachel, what are these brunches with Bethany going on? Because I'm curious with all that, too. I'm like, okay, what, what was that? Yeah, and that's where. We're, we're, OK, so this this reality reckoning, which I've talked about on the show. So this Vanity Fair deeply reported piece, which, by the way, page six ran deeply reported in quotes. And it cracked me up because I was like, deeply reported <laughs> feels like like a bad sex thing. I'm like, oh, my God, you're deeply reporting me. Oh, my God. Stop. But Schwartz, like, stop. Schwartz, I'm on, but you you know that's going to come out during BravoCon. You know that's going to come out during BravoCon. 100%. And I just, but it's also a thing, too, where I feel that's going to happen, but I can't imagine even me interviewing. I'm not going to want to ask any, because it's like no one's going to talk about it. So it's also, I get it coming at that time to like Bravo's biggest weekend and boom, but I don't think anyone's going to want to ask, like no one's going to be like, Alexia, yeah, Did you read they, the Vanity I, I, Fair article? I heard they overserve on Bravo. Like, who cares? I mean, she's I, like, what? I just think, you know, the burn it all down approach, I'm just not with. And I'll wait for the page six recap of the reality <laughs> reckoning article, which will give me the five pull quotes that I need. That you I, need, yes. I just feel like, and the Beth and Nini podcast, which now they're teaming up for a podcast. And I just wish, I wish Nini would go solo. I don't, I just, I, I just feel like I know. bad vibes. I just, all bad vibes for me. I kind of would have loved a solo Nini. I also, I don't know if you have in your mind, I feel like, I haven't asked them, I feel like I kind of know who's writing the Vanity Fair article, but I don't know if it's them, but I kind of think it is, and that's just uh, us with that. What, like, I mean, would like, Gore Vidal? Who, I mean, who's... who's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what if I'm like, oh, it's Andy Cohen himself. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I, I'm very curious about that. But yeah, Nini should have gone solo, because I'm not... What are they going to talk about that's not wasn't just discussed on the podcast they did together? Well, what would be great though is if they eventually turn on each other. You know, is that Nini's like going to oh, happen? Shut the f-. you know. Like I feel at a certain point, I don't know. It's very interesting. We live in such weird times, and like that's why I wish Andy Warhol was still around because I would love his take oh. on the housewives because we've really created this whole different genre of star and it, it's very it interesting to see where this goes from now but i'm just never down with the burn it all down approach because i just feel like there's a hidden agenda that is self-serving instead of actually trying to help others well and that's the american dream uh because it's just everyone's because it'd be like oh burn that down but now come to my thing that's kind of the the replica that i'm pulling in to get the money that's now from that type of thing so there's never like a uh, for good element of yeah, that. like I mean, it, like when's the final thing get? Like when when does your actual master plan show? Are you starting the Bethany Network? What like when does it show? Like when? Oh, God. When well, is she's the doing final? That on YouTube, I guess. Yeah, I love watching her eat bagels with her mouth open. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Danny Murphy, you, I mean, just truly an amazing dude. I have, I, this was just a treat for me. Um, two podcasts, not another true crime podcast with Betches. And of course, Page Six's virtual reality, T-E-A, <laughs> with Evan Real. And uh, their live show, I think, will, they're probably doing a new live show soon, which you need yes. to get tickets for because they <sighs> always have the best guests. And then usually people get themselves in a lot of trouble saying things at these <laughs> events, which is just amazing but uh cashmere danny on instagram i'll put all that information but you probably oh. already follow him but he is just one to watch in this space and always been a hero of mine so thank you oh. dude for talking to me i appreciate it thank you and i can't wait to see you in vegas yes you better uh you know you, you better prep with me in vegas no actual oh. like quest question prep like prep questions <laughs> prep questions hey whatever happens happens <laughs> it's yeah. more for the documentaries you yes yes sexy power plus <laughs> Uh, Danny Murphy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so Bad It's Good is a Betches Media production. The show is hosted and produced by me, Ryan Bailey, with Meditza Lopez and Sandra Fryer. Additional support provided by Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca Steinberg. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Video promotion by Laura Valencia. Be sure to send us your emails at SoBadIt'sGoodWithRyanBailey at gmail.com and follow the show at SoBadIt'sGoodWithRyanBailey on Instagram. And for additional craziness, go to Patreon.com forward slash SoBadIt'sGood. Stay bad, baddies. Betches.